Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. This triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, this show sponsored by ExpressVPN. Don't like the government spying on you? Well, then visit expressvpn.com slash unleashed so that you can stay anonymous. Because I don't care if they're monitoring me. I'm not doing anything wrong. Yeah, you're not the one who decides whether you're doing something wrong. And wow, have we seen this during the the COVID-19 craze. So it's amazing what what is happening, uh, not just on the virus front, but to us as a civilization. Just uh, are we ever going to get back the things that we're losing right now? Uh, By the way, the president has predicted this to be a horrendous week. Uh, on the virus front, here's some of what he had to say at his press conference over the weekend. It really gets, this will be probably the toughest week between this week and next week. And there'll be a lot of death, unfortunately, but a lot less death death than if this wasn't done. But there will be death. Mm. We're looking for an obvious focus and the hardest hit regions. Some of them are obvious and some aren't so obvious. They spring up. They come and they uh, they hit you like you got hit by a club, an area that wasn't at all bothered. You look at what's going on in New Jersey. The governor's doing an excellent job, by the way. But how that sprang mm. up, every decision that we're ma- that we're making is made to save lives. It's really our sole consideration. We want to save lives. We want as few lives lost as possible. Yeah. Uh, so far, 336,851 people have have the virus. We've lost 9,620 of them. So it's already pretty sobering. Those are, you know, what is that, three times? Almost three times what we lost on 9-11. Uh, but, I mean, still, still not at flu numbers. So far this season, we've lost over 20,000 people due to the flu, and I'm, I'm sure... Uh, this apparently the way they're talking the death toll might surpass that this week new york has 123,000 infected on its own just new york and 4,159 deaths so they think that they're uh maybe mario cuomo at his press conference said it's too early to tell but their numbers are starting to decline a little bit they're they're seeing fewer deaths than they saw the day before fewer infections than they saw the day before so that might be a little light at the end of the tunnel yeah because i remember the peak was supposed to be april 15th in new york uh, i believe it was new york right yeah. or was that the nation maybe i'm getting them confused here but uh i i do know that the if the trend continues for new york it it seems earlier than they were anticipating i hope that's the case uh so president's not pulling any punches he's obviously taking this incredibly seriously his um his experts the two the two doctors that we see every day fauci and burks are pretty sobering with their information as well dr burks had this to say about what's coming this week and and what it's appropriate and not appropriate to do to follow up on something apparently you said yesterday that you had some concerns about pennsylvania colorado and washington dc could you expand on that we're watching them because they are starting to go on that upside of the curve 
Um, we're hoping and believing that if people mitigate strongly the work that they did over the last two weeks will blunt that curve and they won't have the same upward slope and peak that New York, New Jersey, Connecticut and part of Rhode Island are having. So this is a very important, the next two weeks are extraordinarily important and that's why I think you've heard from Dr. Fauci, from myself, from the President and the Vice President that this is the moment to do everything that you can on the presidential guidelines. This is the moment to not be going to the grocery store, not going to the pharmacy, but doing everything you can to keep your family and your friends safe. And that means everybody mm. doing the six feet distancing, washing your hands. And it's recommended by her to not even go to the grocery store this week. Wow, that's a new that's development. A new one. Yeah, that's a new one. Don't go to the grocery store, don't go to the pharmacy. And if you do have to, you know you're you're out of food and you got to eat, right? You don't want the uh, you don't want to be starved to death any more than you want to die from the COVID nineteen uh, virus. But they recommend that if you have to go, just send one family representative every time. The same person should go, and then make sure that that person washes their hands and goes through all the steps that we all know you're supposed to do. Uh, but pretty sobering, and and this is going to be. It's going to be a tough week. And then after we get through this week and next week, hopefully we'll start to see the fruits of our of our effort here where we're just, we've shut down the country. We've shut down the nation. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how this works. Um, in, in Italy, things are starting to improve. In Spain, things are starting to improve. And they were just, what, a couple of weeks, three weeks or a month ahead of us? So... That should be the case uh, here. And, of course, we still have people playing politics with this situation. Mm. we got the ABC host. Uh, this guy I'm unfamiliar with, but he he had uh, Vice President Mike Pence on. And listen to the question that he asks Mike Pence. Through this. Mr. Vice President, I have a final question for you. I, and I ask this not as in a political way, but for you, sir, like so many of us in our nation, you're a, a person of deep faith. Okay. And he asks it not in a political way. Is that kind of like... With that all, excuses everything now. When you say, with all due respect? Yes. You're giving no respect <laughs> yes. whatsoever? Okay. That's yeah. where we're at. Okay. Yeah, that's where we are with this guy. All right, start from the beginning, because this is amazing. <laughs> Through this. Mr. Vice President, I have a final question for you. I And I ask this not as in a political way. Oh, okay, but thank for you. for you, sir, Good. like so many of us in our nation, you are a person mm -hmm. of deep faith. No one doubts that. When you talk to God in your moments alone, do you find yourself worrying at all that people you represent and care deeply about have died and will die who did not need to because of steps the federal government did not take soon enough? Unreal. Unbelievable. Well, thank you for mentioning that we are talking about Pence one American him. at a time. Uh huh. Right. And I promise you that's the way President Trump thinks of Unreal. this. It's the way I think of it. We wanted the American people to see the numbers so that we understand the challenging days that lie ahead. But I want people to know that um, our future is in your hands, that if every one of us will do uh, and put into practice the guidelines for America, that, mm -hmm. that we can bring those numbers down. I, I, I really do believe them. We'll get through this and we'll come out stronger than ever before. Vice President Mike Pence, thank you, sir. Godspeed to you. No, no. Thank you for the snarky, you, nasty 
uh, idiotic question. I appreciate that. Instead of being livid, I, I don't know if Trump wasn't uh, or Pence wasn't paying attention to the question or uh, he's just trying to be nice or he didn't really understand the underlying uh, hideousness of that question. But he handled it uh, in a completely different way than I would have. <laughs> That's for oh, sure. Yeah? What would yeah. the uh, vice president, Pat Gray, response have been? <laughs> I mean, I would have been in the guy's face. Uh, that is unbelievable to to try to bring this to, am I praying uh, about the terrible response that we've we've given here uh, and we're causing people to die as a result of it? That, I mean, that's hideous. I mean, the guy brought up prayer for a minute there. Mike Pence probably thought, whoa, am I on well, MSNBC or something? What's happening here? We, we pray over there. But of course, the only reason he brought up pr- prayer was so he could beat him over sure. the head with it. Of course. Uh, it's just, it's pathetic. Uh, and... And it's it's uh, it's aggravating, and it's frustrating. <laughs> and then there's uh, Jim Jim Acosta, who was uh, attacking Trump while Dr. Burks was speaking. Uh, CNN reporter Jim Acosta triggered severe backlash on Friday after he interrupted White House uh, response coordinator Deborah Burks just to bash the president. He Burks was addressing the who knew. Who knew what and when? And Burke said uh, uh, after after Acosta made an issue out of, of course, the terrible response from the president. Burke said, we can talk about why uh, didn't Italy do something or Spain do something or Germany do something. Or we can really say right now, we all can do something. We can do the social distancing and the pieces that we know starting to work around the globe in country after country then when we get through all of this we can ask the questions about about could we have done some piece of this better as a global community so then the uh, doctor pivoted to the world health organization and that's when acosta tried to score political points i'll remind you that on february 3rd he said the head of the who said there was no reason to ever do a travel ban. That's what she came back with after Acosta <laughs> was so nasty about it. It wasn't until January 14th that we knew that there was human-to-human transmission. Well, the president was saying this was going to go away. It's April. Then Trump stepped in. It is going to go away. But, Mr. President, you said it was going to go away in April. You said that one day. I didn't say a day, he said. I said it's going to go away, and it is going away. Okay? That was a good answer to your question. No more. No no more. <laughs> I mean, Acosta not even listening to people at his own network. You recall last week we had, um, oh, who's the guy who, who said, you know, the press isn't going to trust us if we're constantly oh. on the attack. Yeah. Um, Seth Turley? Jonathan yeah, Turley? Yeah, Jonathan Turley said that. But I love how the, the, the press, and Acosta, of course, the lead dog on going after Trump and making sure that he is getting the blame for all of this, and even the Democrats already starting their committees to investigate what did the right. president know and when did he know it. They won't look at China. They won't look at all of the evidence. A great article. I've got to tweet this out. Jim Garrity had an article of how all signs point to that Wuhan lab. Uh, there's some incredible circumstantial evidence. And... Then you want to talk about the who? You want to talk about WHO? Let's talk about them ignoring Taiwan mm-hmm. because that's what China wants, as we've learned. Right. The WHO is in the bag right. for China. Taiwan in December was trying to sound the alarm, 
and the WHO didn't even respond to them. Didn't even respond to their inquiry. Like, hey guys, uh, we're thinking this is human to human stuff. This is in December. WHO didn't admit this. Acosta just said February third. Yeah. Okay. So mm -hmm. there you go. So so mm -hmm. those that those that you want to blame, uh, before you do that, why don't you deal with China? The WHO, we could talk about this later, about Barack Obama depleting all of the masks in our stockpile, our federal stockpile in 2009, and never replenishing them. Yeah, if we want to play the blame game, there's plenty of blame to go around. Plenty, including, uh, and we will share that with you later on, the uh, the Obama stuff and, and the depletion of medical supplies that he never replenished. And I think we can blame the WHO for Magic Bus right. and Baba O'Reilly. Right? right, that is a little annoying. You know? Yep. Uh, but I mean, they redeem themselves a little bit with "Won't Get Fooled Again." That's a good one. That yeah. is a good one. Uh, yeah, but the rest of it, <laughs> the rest of it, I'm sorry, I, I can't give them that. <laughs> That's right, man. <laughs> it's just too famous a name to be calling the World Health Organization the WHO, isn't it? I know we got it. That's all I think of every time. And they're gonna need a uh, a rebranding when this is over. Yep. Um, so mm. anyhow, it all right, all went downhill after Keith Moon died, right? Yes. Yes, it did. <laughs> uh, let me take 60 seconds and tell you about uh, Patriot Mobile. Right now, as a people, we're in a fight for our lives. And as we've just pointed out, many are trying to politicize this crisis. But most of us are sticking together as one family, and Patriot Mobile wants to help. During this really tough time of social distancing, Patriot Mobile is helping Americans stay connected by reducing all their pricing for a limited time. Plans start as low as $25.00 with an unlimited plan for only $55. So there's never been a better time to join the Patriot Mobile family. Call 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT, or visit patriotmobile.com slash pat. When you use the promo code pat, you'll get free activation and a free gift. Keep your number if you want. You could change it if you want. And you can... Turn in your phone. You can buy a new one. You can keep your phone. Whatever you want to do, they can accommodate. Patriot Mobile was founded by freedom-loving Americans who share your values and provide an easy way to support pro-life, Second Amendment, and religious freedom with every single call you make. 972-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash pat. Pat Gray Unleashed. That, of course... We have the Democrats trying to give illegal aliens money in the COVID, uh, out of the COVID fund. Why not? Yeah, you know, it's a really good idea. Can we pay other non-citizens around the world, too? Can we just start giving everybody money? Don't be giving them ideas, man. Kenyans. You don't want the, like, outer Mongolians. What if we just start sending them money? North Koreans. Uh, let's just start sending them money. Here, here's uh, $3.5 billion. You've done such a good job because you don't even have a single COVID patient. That's fantastic. You know, that's what they claim. They'd, they're right next to China. They border China. And they don't have anybody with the virus. Okay. All right. Sure, I buy that. So House Democrats, though, have introduced legislation that would allow illegal immigrants to receive funds from the coronavirus relief package. Lou Correa and Judy Chu uh, introduced the Leave No Taxpayer Behind Act. 
that would allow uh, immigrants living in the United States illegally to apply for funds uh, from COVID-19. How's that possible? I mean, how is that? If they're here illegally, mm-hmm. they don't have a social security number, right? How are they paying? T- how are they paying uh, federal income tax? I don't know. There's something about a tax ID number, stuff like that. I don't know. It's it's nonsense. Yeah, it's bull crap. Yeah, there it is. Yes, the bill would amend the stimulus package, allowing all taxpayers to receive economic relief, including illegals. Uh, according to this, many of whom do pay taxes. Oh, hmm. see, there you go. Well, yeah, you know what I usually hear is, well, yeah, they pay sales tax just like the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, thank you. They pay property taxes just like the rest of us. Do they? Uh, Correa said, I was appalled to learn hardworking taxpaying immigrants were left out of the $2 trillion CARES Act. I guess you should have demanded a vote then. You could have been on record uh, going against it then. Right. Congresswoman? Ugh, unbelievable. The coronavirus doesn't care about a person's wealth, job, or immigration status. By casting out immigrants, we are placing some of our most vulnerable residents in grave danger. Every individual taxpayer, irrespective of citizenship status, needs government assistance right now. If we're going to, again, if we're going to pay non-citizens, let's just open that up. Canadians, uh... South Koreans, hmm. Finlanders. Oh, they need some cash. Norwegians, you know, just here. We know you're doing a great job. Everybody loves your countries up yeah. there in Scandinavia. Here's $4 billion. Yeah, we, we should reward them you for know? punching above their weight, as they do. Don't you think? I, yes. I mean, you got to get a yes. reward for that. <laughs> and I think it was all the Scandinavian countries, wasn't it, that punch above their weight? I think all of them yeah. do. I think yep. all of them do. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's great. It's a really nice idea, and and don't think they wouldn't do it. Did you know Iceland is considered a Scand as a Nordic country? I did not. I didn't either. I just learned there's five Nordic countries, and uh, they're quite a ways away, right? Yeah. So I don't know what the some anyway, water separating so, them there. Sorry, I uh, got off track there, but I just learned that fun fact over the weekend, and. You know, it's not very often. Like, where did you come across the Icelandic information? Oh, I get this uh, email uh, every day of uh, fun facts. Oh, really? Yeah. And and that was the one. like, can you name the five Nordic countries? So me and my kids, we we gave it a shot. And uh, And you couldn't come up with the the fifth. We didn't come up with Iceland. No. So anyhow. Congratulations on the... And thank, thank you. you for sharing it with the rest of us. Absolutely. And use that at party. Well, if we could have parties. We I'd can't have parties? There. Come on, man. <laughs> what kind of party are you going to? Uh, just one with the seven people in my family uh-huh. uh, at my house right this now. This is America 2.0. There are no parties. It's going to be interesting to see how much of this lingers afterward. I'm terrified. I, I think a that. lot of it. Yeah. I think we may have been forever changed. Now, oh, yes. I said that after 9-11, too. Uh, that we were forever changed and brought together in unity. Yeah, <laughs> not so much. Two and a half weeks, I recall. Yeah, about that. So we're it kind was of not at long. that point. And, uh, but yeah. these are negative changes, I think, for the most part. Right. I, you know, I was reading an article about, uh, let's let's say everything does fall into place. Mm-hmm. And we can have NCAA football this, this fall and NFL this fall. Who's going to the games? Aren't you going to be a little leery of sitting next to 60,000 other people? Oh, I, boy. Nebraska's home sellout streak that is going to face a test. Oh, that'd be on the line for sure. 
Oh, since what 1962. 90,000 people? Yeah. A oh, hundred. Uh, well, let's see. I forget what it was now. Uh, anyway. It's a lot. I yeah. know that. It's a big stadium, and they fill it every single week. Up to 375 straight games wow. sold out. 91,000 uh, is the uh, maximum attendance they can have there. But it goes back to 1962. So, wow. Amazing. If the bad football <laughs> isn't uh, risking the street. <laughs> and it hasn't. To their credit, it really—I mean, those are incredible fans. Yeah. But this might be a little, a little bit, a little bit different. Wow! Because you'd be thinking, well, okay, they said it's clear, but what if one person has it uh, in the stadium? I'm just going to spread it all around the place. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how we snap back from this. September fifth. Yeah, uh, gotta have football. Got to. And you saw that uh, Nebraska, uh, the Nebraska, the NBA. Sorry. Uh, thinking about doing a horse uh, contest? Did yes. you see that? Yeah, I did. They're going to televise a game of horse. <laughs> Whatever. I'll I'd, take it. I would watch it. I'll take it, man. I'd absolutely watch it. All of a sudden, I would become the world's biggest NBA fan. Yeah. First of all, I'm not that big of an NBA fan. Uh, secondly, um, you know, a game of horse isn't really that exciting. We all played it at the, <laughs> in the school school schoolyard. Uh, but... In light of what's going on right now. <laughs> Give it to me. Oh, I'll consume that like crazy. <laughs> right. I'm right. going to so eat that up. All of the contestants would be in different locations. Oh, is that what they said? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, it's... I figured. Yeah, I figured it'd be... But, I mean, to not even have them in the same gym... I mean, maybe... Like, it's not exactly the same shot, Can't then. they do it opposite ends of the court? I mean... That's, uh, that's amazing. What was I reading? I forgot to print this up. Oh, gosh. Oh, NHL... Thinking about uh, getting together to finish out the regular season to the playoffs, uh, considering places like North Dakota, uh, since there's... (laughs) Really? Yeah. Like they'll go to North Dakota and play in a rink there? Yeah, they have an arena where they play the Junior World Championships or something like that. They've got a place picked out. I forgot where it is exactly. I don't know that it's... Bismarck? It might be Bismarck, but that doesn't seem right. Anyhow. Fargo. uh, Let me just keep... Naming North Dakotan cities. And Look at me. <laughs> I'll eventually hit Let's one. Let's see, North Dakota. Okay, so they're going to play all the remaining games? Something. I, I, I don't know. The it playoffs, was short sir? on details. It was short on details. Uh, maybe it's Grand Forks. That might be Okay. Right. Yeah. Could, here we go. Could, here's the headline. Could North Dakota be an NHL location if the 2019-20 season resumes? So uh, they're spitballing ideas here. Grand Forks, yep, at the... Uh, Ralph Ingolstadt Arena, oh, of as course. you know. Of course, I should have remembered the Ralph Ingolstadt Stadium was in Grand Forks. <laughs> so anyway. I was, I was remiss on that. But the, the article goes on to speculate about places with low COVID-19 outbreaks like Montana, Wyoming, and Alaska. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, play, I'd watch it. Play in Yellowknife, Canada. <laughs> okay? Let's just get the games going. The Oilers are showing promise. No, so I mean, it's uh, we are so desperate. Yeah, we are. We will take oh, yeah, I'll empty take that. arenas. I'll take that. I don't care if it's in the far reaches. Um, mm-hmm. Just I need it on TV. North Dakota has two hundred and seven cases, two hundred seven, and they've had three deaths so far. Uh, Montana, two hundred ninety-eight cases, six deaths. So yeah, those states. I mean, but their numbers are low because their population is low. So you probably have about the same chance of getting it there as anywhere else, I would think. Mm. I'll bet they've had less tested in those states as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but would it be nice to see? Yeah, don't talk <clears throat> him out of this, man. No, it'd be nice to see. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm down with the game of horse in the NBA, yeah. and I'm down with playing the regular season games uh, in Grand Forks, North, North Dakota, for the NHL. That'd be fine, fine by me. Let's do it, yeah. and I'll be with. I'll be there watching. You'll be a hockey fan if they come back. <laughs> I won't will. You? All right. Yes. <laughs> Just that feel of normalcy Seriously. would mean a lot. Seriously. I mean, and, and look, if if you're worried about the eerie feeling of an empty arena, mm-hmm. and just look, just pretend we're all watching a WNBA game and it'll just be like normal again. <laughs> Is the thing. Sorry. Is the thing. Anyhow, uh, I need sports. <clears throat> I need them now because I'm, I'm left to, and thank you for the mm-hmm. Patheads who have been tagging me on videos. I'm left to uh, volleyball playing dogs. And, uh, Volleyball playing dogs. Yeah, you you want to see that video? Are you good for wow, an animal that... video? Or are you are you? Uh... Am I? Because if you are, then we know you're not feeling better. <laughs> <laughs> but welcome back. Watch this volleyball playing dog. See, look, you got two girls on one side, a guy and his dog on the other, and oh that, wow, that that dog knows how to play. He's a good setter. I don't know if he's Irish. <laughs> ah. See, look at that. The dog. Yeah, he can play. He can play. And that! it might be a girl, so let's not gender that's here. Right, that's actually, right. I think it is a girl. Uh, so this anyhow, is amazing, isn't actually. It though? Yeah, it, it truly is. <laughs> and it's it, competition, is where, so I'm all over. This it. is where we're at. But now, see now, the, the dog oh. screws it up. Well, then the, the dog, dog is the weakest link. Did an unforced error there. Uh-huh. That was uh, that was embarrassing for him <laughs> or her. Uh, Point of personal privilege. Yeah, go ahead. I'm yes. sorry. Go ahead. Please right. do not <clears throat> use gendered language to no, I, to address everyone. You're exactly right. I apologize. Should not have gendered the dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, it was a good volleyball player. It was for a moment. <clears throat> we had that moment, but then obviously, as you. Pointed out the unforced error uh, left something to be desired. That's impressive, though. I mean, that doesn't that hurt your sn- little nose snout? action? Yeah, yeah, right. It seems like it'd be painful. I don't know. It seems like my dog gets knocked in the head all the time, and he just keeps on ticking. So, I'll tell you, if I bounced off my nose, I'm not, I'm not playing anymore. That, right, that I'm hurt. Calling a timeout. Yeah, right. Yes. All totally right. Totally with you. <laughs> yeah. Didn't we have another sporting item? Oh, oh the kid in there the backyard one more. of the baseball. We might as well do it. Watch this trick. He's trying to pull a trick. He's trying to hit the baseball against the net and into a glove. Watch what happens. Okay. Got a little tee there. Yeah. Now listen, listen. Oh, yeah. First try. First try, huh? Now we're going to assume he's telling the truth. Yeah. Because we need that in our lives. But... Uh, First try, trick shot. Yeah. If you're listening cool. to the podcast, he hit it off the net and it bounced into his glove. Yay, that's all we have. I mean, that's where we're at right now in society. <laughs> NHL, please get to North Dakota. NBA, get to Vegas. Let's we're good. go. That that was another plan. We talked about that before I got sick last week, that mm-hmm. the NBA is thinking about finishing up the season with everybody together in uh, Las Vegas. Now, would that involve multiple arenas? or I, I don't know. And all teams would just start... I think this is just for the playoffs. They would they would just play the 80 playoff games in Vegas. They would just start it yeah. where they left off, huh? Right. Huh. Yeah, those who made the playoffs as of man, whatever date it was, many, they stopped. How those many would be teams the are on teams. the cusp. They're like, no, 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 let's finish the season. But it'd be better than not oh, finishing the year. Totally. Right? Yeah. And like I said last week, the Hawks were eliminated in November, so I don't care. But Vegas needs this. That mm. city like you played the video last week, it's a ghost town. Oh man, that city is hurting. Yeah, 
big and time. And they could really use this shot in the arm for sure. I think we're going to find uh, that all cities are probably hurting right now. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be tough, even after this ends, uh, to deal with the with the repercussions of the economy. It's just going to be yeah. staggeringly difficult. I mean, listen to this. I mean, the, mm. these unemployment lines, these, when you call in, they are absolutely overwhelmed. CNN, of course, did this story um, of a lady that was on hold for eight hours and 48 minutes to try to get mm. unemployment benefits because she was having trouble. The, the website kept crashing or something like that. Mm-hmm. But more people, this is anecdotal, obviously, but this is North Carolina. More people in the state of North Carolina have filed for unemployment in the last 12 days than did the entire 2019 year. More in 12 days than all of last year? Correct. That's unreal. And you magnify that around the country. And and the big the unemployment numbers came out on Friday. I'm sure you and, and uh, Jeffy talked about this. <sighs> 10 million people now. 6.6 million last week. You add that to the 3.2 or 3, whatever it was. It's about 10 million people who've lost their jobs in two weeks. And over the weekend, I saw all these calculations of people trying to figure out exactly what the unemployment rate is. They're thinking it's, it's definitely in the double digits. Oh, it has to and be. It's... And it was at 3.5%. Let's keep that in mind. It was at three and a half percent. What's it going to be now? Jeez, I and every I don't week know, 15, 20 percent, and they expect by the end of this maybe thirty some percent. I mean, many people listening to this show right now. God bless you. Yeah. Uh, stick yeah, together. Our thoughts and prayers are definitely with you. Stick together. Find the community. Twitter, Facebook. Look for their pad heads. We're out here. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Notion mongering mongerer of notions uh, tweets about the WHO. How about they change their name to the? This is the World Health Organization. If you're not familiar with the WHO, in addition to uh, the rock band. Uh, how about they change their name to International Health Organization Propagandists or IHOP? Oh yeah, I like it. It fits. Constitutional nobody. I just woke up from a dream that the world was ending. <laughs> no, <laughs> right? No, go back to bed. Nothing could be further from the truth. Ridiculous. Oh, man. We're having some fun right now. Good morning. The Steve 42. Pat's watching a dog video. He's not well. Send him back home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, no COVID-19. No? Good. No. No COVID. When, uh, it's just Good. bronchitis. Just your normal, traditional oh, that's boring. case of bronchitis. You know? And uh, I, I, I think some people around here freaked out. I never had a fever, which I thought I, I talked about that. You think N- no fever? Some people and uh, freaked out. Yeah, yes, I'm. <laughs> uh, well, I got a call from management as soon as I got home. Like, what? What do you have? What's going on? Everybody's. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I mean, I barely, I barely got in the door before the call came. Yeah. Uh, and they were wondering what was what the deal was. I, you know. Nobody would enter this room after you left on Thursday. Good, then they're not messing with my stuff. Right, nobody came in here to talk to me, to bug me, not get it within six feet of me. So here's the plan, okay? Yeah. Every day you leave, Mm -hmm. forever now, I need you to make a big deal about how you're feeling. Yeah, really feeling bad. In fact, I do feel feverish. Y'all hear that? Y'all hear that? So nobody (laughs) should be coming in here. Ever at all, ever, because it's just germs and viruses and oh, whatnot in here. You can't believe what's in here oh, floating oh, around. Yeah, the diseases. And it just hangs there for 
days, weeks, months on end. Okay, I mean, that's a little over the top. That's only oh, the case when okay. Jeffy's in here, and so it's been a while. It's, it's kind of settled now. Uh, from Kofefe18, uh, get the rim shot ready. Uh-oh, what? Oh, okay. Okay, whoa, whoa, he's calling a shot. Yeah, calling a shot. <laughs> My dog plays ball, but not too well. We call him Air Dud. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's okay. good, because right. there's Air Bud. Right, the right. The basket. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from Preston Baines uh, the, about the uh, dog playing volleyball. Yes, the dog playing volleyball. The dog can only perfectly set up so many spikes before an error occurs. <laughs> it's the human's fault for not putting it away. That's right. A, that's a great observation. You should have by then because those were perfect sets. Yeah, that's on the dude. That's on the dude. That's the, on the human the dude. The human dude. Yeah. Mm hmm. Good point. Triple eight, nine hundred, thirty three, ninety three. People getting aboard the hospital ship, the Navy's hospital ship, Comfort, uh, just tested positive for COVID-19 after being transferred Friday from a facility in New York City. Apparently, they didn't have the disease when they went on the ship. Yeah, then shows signs of it. And and now, now they do. Uh, the ship arrived with a mission of treating the patients to alleviate the burden on the city's increasingly overflowing hospitals. They accepted less than five patients who were infected. Initial screenings prior to boarding the ship didn't reveal that the patients had contracted the virus. Navy previously confirmed its screening process for boarding the hospital ship, one instituted in accordance with uh, the CDC guidelines, consists of only a temperature check and a series of questions uh, about their recent health and, and their contact history. We also know how dangerous of a breeding ground a ship can be uh, for a highly contagious pathogen yeah that was supposed to be yeah the quarantine basically the set aside hospital care mm -hmm. uh, so uh, it's a mess man it is it's a mess because as we've learned you can be a carrier and have no clue no you can clue. have no symptoms whatsoever no symptoms whatsoever we've known this for weeks and yet last week you had the governor of georgia Say, oh, I just found this out. So he said, he, on Wednesday, he said he found out in the last 24 hours. And so Jeffy and I were in here going, oh, wait a minute. No, everyone's known this, Georgia governor. Uh, come on, man. This has been a thing. Then you've got, over the weekend, de Blasio doing some radio interview up in New York saying, yeah, we, we just found out. Uh, we just found out that uh, you gotta the last be 48 hours that you could be carrying this thing and, and have no idea. <laughs> we just found out. Are, are the, Stop it. Honestly, are the telegraph lines down between Georgia and New York City and, and news centers? Because this has been a common knowledge thing, has it not? Oh, we've yeah. We've been talking about that for weeks. I'd love oh, to yeah. go back and find out the first time we said that. No, but we've known for a while. Mm. So, yeah, that's ludicrous. Yeah. 888-900-3393. U.S. Surgeon General talking over the weekend uh, about what kind of what kind of situation we face over the next couple of weeks. How bad is this epidemic going to be in America and how long will it last? Well, it's tragically fitting that we're talking at the beginning of Holy Week because this is going to be the hardest and the saddest week of mm. most Americans' lives, quite frankly. This is going to be our Pearl Harbor moment, our 9-11 moment, only it's not going to be localized. It's going to be happening all over the country. And I want America... Mm. Yeah, you know, when you compare this to 9-11 and Pearl Harbor, we've had more deaths than both of those events combined so far. So... Uh, it's pretty, yeah, it's, it's stunning what's happening and it is 
It's going to be tough. If it gets worse than this, and it looks like it's going to until the peak happens, uh, it, it is going to be tough to get through. We're and, not used to this kind of stuff. And the residual effect and the residual deaths after the fact mm-hmm. from you know cancer screenings being put off, right? surgeries that, that are important are being put off. There's one pet head who has uh, lupus who needs to see her doctor quickly and I guess was supposed to be in right now. And that has been pushed back to June. Oh, you're so, kidding. So right now we Jeez. are in a situation, and and this isn't tongue-in-cheek. Mm. I'm saying we are now the equivalent of like a Canada, right, as far as our health issues that aren't COVID-related. Right. It's Everything getting pushed back. Things getting pushed back. Yeah. Now, is that where we stop, or does it get even worse? Does it get even more ridiculous as far as putting things off? I, I mean, I, I had to do a, um, I had a sinus issue. And I couldn't go into the doctor. We had to do it over the phone, you know? Well, he can't look in my ears. He can't look in my throat. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... I, there's so many... There's a domino effect. There's yeah. the healthcare angle. There's the economic angle with all of the jobs that are being lost. And There's the, the freedom angle. The freedom angle. Oh, my gosh. Do we have it's some videos to get to today? Oh, gosh. Uh, for instance, San Diego County... Uh, has a message for residents. Mm. Uh, it's it's a happy message. Okay, I think you'll find. And um, so, so as as the message is being um, uh, transmitted by mm-hmm. San Diego County, they're showing footage of citizens there being ticketed for parking and looking at a sunset. Yeah, look at this. Over the past couple weeks, our deputies have gone out on foot and provided physical copies of the public health order as well as the executive order to educate Mm. our community Mm. members and businesses. And now we've gotten to the point that we've had to escalate and now we're doing enforcement. A large group of our deputies and detectives did go out and conduct enforcement for those who are violating the order. These were not recommendations that came down. These were actual orders that our deputies have gotten to the point now to where we we will enforce and we're gonna continue to be mm-hmm. doing enforcement. And it's it's not that we're trying to be mean or, or exert <laughs> unnecessary authority. It's we're dealing with it's a crisis It's just that we're exerting. We're just dealing with a crisis, she yeah, says. Yeah, we're Look, just dealing with a crisis. That's gotta all. gotta deal with a crisis. Yeah, that's that's all we're doing. That's all any tyrant does. We're just dealing with a crisis. Uh, we'll get through this. Yeah. And you get your rights yeah. back at the, uh, waiting at the door for we'll you. We'll see. You know, if <laughs> when the time comes, we'll take a look at it again. And see if we want to sunset some of this stuff or if it should keep going because it's working. Hmm. I mean, this could always come back, you know. So we might want to keep doing some of these some of these measures. I mean, this is uh it's it's really chilling. Uh we'll tell you more about that. Uh and it's it's happening not just in Europe, not just in China, uh, but here at home. United States of America. You know, the point of the Second Amendment is to fight governmental tyranny, and that's basically what's what was being proposed in Virginia. They've had all kinds of dr- draconian laws they've tried to pass and have passed, including some of which would strip you of due process. Uh, so not only are they trying to take away your Second Amendment rights, they're also uh, trying to prevent localities from having outdoor gun ranges by just changing zoning laws. So they want to take the practicing, safe practice away from you as well. That's why a product like iTarget Pro is so important. 
Using their proprietary app and a laser bullet, iTarget Pro will allow you to safely practice training with your actual firearm in the convenience and privacy of your own home. So now that we're having to stay at home, it doesn't mean that you you can't practice with your gun anymore because iTarget Pro will help you do that right there in your home completely safely. Instead of a bullet, you use the uh, laser bullet which detects where your shots land on the target and makes it all safe. Comes in calibers, including 223 and 556. So no driving to the range, which you can't do anyway right now. Less ammo to buy and less government bureaucracy. Get 10% off plus free shipping when you use the offer code PAT. We need to fight for our rights, but get iTarget Pro before they try to take that away as well. Take your skill to the next level safely and effectively. It's the letter I, then targetpro.com. Offer code PAT. Beware. Pat Gray is unleashed. Yeah. Okay, well, in uh, in Germany, well, in Europe, they got this down. In Europe, they know what they're doing. In, in Europe, they're much more enlightened than we are. In Europe, uh, in Europe, they're asking neighbors to snitch on other neighbors. Uh, law-abiding Germans are zealously helping police crack down on people fla- flouting new social distancing rules <laughs> aimed at slowing the spread. In a country where denunciation was commonplace under the communists in East Germany and Hitler's Nazis, police forces across the country are getting tip-offs on anything from corona parties to people driving to weekend cottages to, uh, you know, Sunday services being held somewhere. But that's just over in Europe. And that's German, just Europe. Right? Don't even worry about it. It's not like it's happening here where authorities are urging you no, to, we don't have to tell on your neighbors. worry right? about that at all. Well, I mean, there's this little item that snitches get rewards. What? Democratic uh, L.A. mayor wants residents to tattle on businesses that don't obey the safer at home order. Oh, no. Listen to this. We need to make sure that everybody continues to let us know where those folks are. Uh If you've observed recurring violations of the safer at home order, please continue to let us know at coronavirus.lacity.org slash business violation. Okay. You know the old expression about snitches. Well, in this case, snitches get rewards. We want to thank you for turning folks in and making sure we are all safe. All right. All right, if that doesn't chill you to the bone, I don't know what will. That didn't, he didn't have a German accent, though. So that <laughs> We was, have a way of finding out so that was here. about your business being open. Uh-huh. Uh, that's Los Angeles, Los California. Angeles. Okay. That is not Berlin, uh, Germany. That is not Moscow, Russia. That's not Beijing, China. That is Los Angeles, California, United States of America. He says it with America. a smile on his face. Yeah. Uh, by the way, you know this. You know the expression about snitches, right? <laughs> Don't yeah. worry about that because snitches get rewards here. Wow. Uh, wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. And they're putting it into practice there in L.A. Yeah. Uh, you can't even be out surfing. <laughs> uh, look at this. This guy. There's a. There's a surfer. Sheriff's on the beach. Who uh, is seen? But sheriff boats coming out. Okay, so and then they're the sheriff the boats after a guy stand up boarding. He's like paddle boarding or whatever that is. In, in history, look at now he's trying to bone, dude. 
There now, he is. That is the ultimate social <laughs> distancing. Right. He's out there <laughs> in the ocean. By himself. Run. Nobody By around. Himself. And look at all of these law what enforcement resources coming after him. You've got <laughs> like you've got a Coast Guard cutter awesome. boat. Yep. yep. Look at this I love stuff. This place. My gosh. Now, it gets it gets pretty intense because oh, they're not going to let him go. All right. So you got this guy on the right blocking him in. Now look who's coming around the corner oh my here. God, look at this. You've got a uh, Coast Guard coming in. I believe that's Coast Guard. Uh, no, it's another L.A. cop. Okay. So another L.A. police boat coming in there to block him off. No way. Wow. You think you're getting away from us? And, and there you go. That's really something, isn't it? It's against the law to stand up on a surfboard in the middle of the ocean right now in Los Angeles, California. Uh-oh. And then after the fact... Sheriff You've got uh, the image of the uh, scoff law. Oh, there he is. Yeah, with being... his hands behind his back being hauled away. Cuffed mm -hmm. and surrounded yeah. and being uh, removed from the beach by police. Now, see, they're a lot closer there huh. rather than just leaving him alone to be out in the middle of the ocean. Right. Look how close. They're touching him. They're right there. There's no social distancing going Actually on there. Actually sent ships after him. Ships. You got a Navy battle cruiser coming at him, firing howitzers at these uh, paddle boarders. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, right after they Jeez. stopped rolling the tape. That's what happened. They started oh just launching missiles. Gosh, that's amazing. And, and first of all, it's impressive those ships can get that close to the beach without running aground, but I digress. Mm -hmm. Look at that. Crazy. Look, look at that. The crime was standing on top of a surfboard with no one around. I, I, uh, but we're not over. I'm at a loss. We're not I, seriously. No, we're not. No, so, we're not. So, in other words, in these other, are all just to recap necessary measures. So, right, it's for our own good mm -hmm. to recap arrest for standing on a surfboard in the middle of the Pacific Ocean mm -hmm. and citation for sitting in your parked vehicle looking at the sunset yeah and there have been people that have been pulled over and cited uh just for driving around uh, i guess you can't even drive around some some woman just went for a drive because she was going stir crazy inside her house i bet they pulled her over and they issued her a citation uh for driving well wait we can't even we can't drive now hmm. how is somebody going to get the coronavirus from a person who's driving around in their car alone and not stopping and going into any uh, establishment. First of all, there's nowhere to go, really, except a grocery store. Oh, and, but you're not supposed to go there. But right? now you're not supposed to do that either. So when did the uh, wow? When did the lockdown begin? Uh, when was the first lockdown? That was Washington State, right? Anyway, it was a maximum. I don't think we've gone two and a half weeks. Yeah, it was like the first lockdown. And they think that the society is going to put up with till end of April be at, tough. The, at the earliest? Going to be tough. 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Just remember, snitches get rewards. That wonderful. That's thank you, L.A. Mayor. America 2.0. That's great. <laughs> Snitches get rewards. You gotta love that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter.
I, I, that certainly couldn't lead to anything bad, like misreporting so that you could get a reward. That that could never happen. You know, snitching on a, on a neighbor who's not doing anything wrong, but you want to be rewarded anyway. I wonder what kind of reward you're getting here. I'm gonna I don't look know. That up. <laughs> I don't know. Find out. Is it like something like in a Cracker Jack box? Or yeah. is it like cash or... Or is it like out. a Chinese reward for the, what is it, the community points or whatever you get? Oh. You, you get for, for good behavior, for obeying the government? Uh, maybe we could start something like that in Los Angeles. I'm going to find out. It'd be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people r- arrested for surfing, ticketed for parking, uh, pulled over and ticketed for driving around town. Unreal. Uh, don't even worry about it, though. All three of those sound like responsible behaviors. Mm-hmm. Guy is <clears throat> further away from... He could be, if he were on land, he's out in the middle of the ocean. Mm-hmm. People are sitting in their cars. And you would think, well, I'm not around anybody, right? Wouldn't you? You'd think, okay, there's there's nobody I could infect here, and I can't be infected by the fish, so what could happen? You want people to start defying these orders? You start enforcing crap like that. Right. If, yeah. if, you, if you guys want to be reasonable, we'll be reasonable. Mm. Also, um, judges are issuing conflicting orders regarding the release of over 1,000 inmates from the Harris County Jail in Houston. Uh, that's great. So we're arresting these people for surfing. Uh, we're ticketing them for parking and for driving. But if you're a child molester uh-huh. in Harris County, okay. you're free to go. Uh, we don't, you know, we don't want you to be captive at this time where you could catch something. Yeah, go home. See, I mean that that's definitely happening in New York and Massachusetts where they're letting child rapists go. At least in Harris County, they haven't let them go yet. We have conflicting orders, and we're waiting for the courts to settle this. So we'll see. Crazy. I just wow. it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. And I still can't find what the rewards are in L.A. for snitching. I mean, I'm not going to snitch unless I know what the reward is. <laughs> Seriously, every story, none of them say what you get. It might be a Cracker Jack, like a stick on tattoo. <laughs> I don't know. Or it might just be a brownie point like they give you in uh, Could be. in China. You get a brownie point for good behavior. Listening to your government. Because they know better than you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Judge Lena Hidalgo announced that she planned to issue an order that would release over a 1,000 prisoners from jail in an attempt to avoid public uh, public health catastrophe. Hidalgo uh, stated that her order would not apply to anyone with a violent record and that the prosecuting DA would have to sign off on each prisoner's release. She issued that order on Wednesday, and Harris County sheriffs began combing through the inmates to identify the most medically vulnerable the order sparked widespread community unrest and unease, as you can possibly imagine, until criminal court supervisory judge Herb Ritchie issued an order, an extraordinary order on Friday, commanding the sheriffs to ignore Hidalgo's order <laughs> as null and void mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and threatening them with contempt and or fines if they continue to release uh, any felony prisoners. Almost immediately, Harris County Sheriff Ed Gonzalez took to Twitter to declare that he didn't know how to resolve the conflicting orders. This poor guy. He said, this is obviously a legal matter, and I have two conflicting legal documents. I'm a cop, not a lawyer. (laughs) I'll let the lawyers figure this out. 
Prior to Judge Ritchie's order, seven inmates had been freed under Hidalgo's order. Most legal observers in Texas believe the case is headed for a hopefully speedy resolution in the Court of uh, Criminal Appeals here in Texas. I mean, the unintended consequences of what's happening with this virus are widespread. Madness. I think you mentioned Massachusetts. Uh, In Massachusetts, a man convicted of repeatedly raping a 12-year-old boy was ordered released from jail on Friday because he suffers from health conditions that make him vulnerable to COVID-19. Oh. Okay, well, you know who else uh, mm. has health conditions? And we saw it on display every day of his trial. And I wish Jeffy were here to vouch for him is uh, Harvey Weinstein. Right. Gotta you let, let him, him go, too. Gotta let him go. Isn't he on Rikers? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I mean, he obviously has a condition mm-hmm. that required hospitalization as recently as a couple of weeks ago. Bye. Let Harvey go if you're letting these other people go. Hard to believe. I mean, seriously, hard to believe. In the United States of America, this could be happening. Um, also, Google is publicly releasing the data it's already collecting about people's movements <laughs> during the pandemic. <clears throat> <clears throat> Company said it plans to publish a series of community mobility reports to show the types of places that people are visiting across 131 countries and regions. First report was published on Friday. Google said in a, in a blog post it hopes tracking movement trends over time by geography could help shape and inform governments and public health officials' response. What could go wrong? <sighs> Nothing. <clears throat> this is perfect. This is great. But, I mean, it's it's anonymous data, right, Pat? I mean, it's not like... <clears throat> It's got right. your name attached to anything about where you go. Well, the reports contain data from two to three days earlier. Mm-hmm. Intend to spot trends in how See, people are behaving. It's not instant data, and it's not you. It's broken down by country and then by region. The reports will show if people are headed to retail and grocery stores, pharmacies, parks, workplaces, and more. It'll uh, also show how busy these places were before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. The reports will be available during the d- duration of of the pandemic company said the findings are created with aggregated anonymized sets of data yeah okay so it's all anonymous right if you're a google employee i just want to remind you Uh snitches get rewards so you have all of the data you need there if we could just find out if the reward is worth your time to pick up the phone and call the la mayor's office uh, Google, I think you can trust them because their company at Motto used to be. Right. Uh, don't be evil. Wasn't that what it was? Yeah, I think. Sure. <laughs> I think they changed that now. Now they're okay with being evil. So <laughs> I think they changed their slogan. Uh, 888-933-93. Let's go to Lewis, or is it Luis, in Wisconsin. Hi, you're on the blaze. Oh, good morning. Morning. Gentlemen, how are you? Good. How are you feeling, Pat? Uh, better, thank you. That's good. Listen, I just had a question I was trying to get through for a couple of days. You know, there's a mayor out in L.A. What is he doing with the homeless population? Is he ticketing everybody that's on the sidewalk? I mean, what are they doing? That's are a great question. Them, uh, rewards with Cooper Scoopers? Or- <laughs> uh, thanks for the call, Lewis. Um, I, I've seen nothing about what they're doing with the homeless people because, yeah, they're not supposed to be outside, right? Uh, and yet they are. They're mm. always outside. But maybe they're sheltering in place. If you stay in the same place on the sidewalk, 
Maybe that gets you by. I don't know. Okay, so if you want to see the sunset in L.A., what you have to do is find a bench and lay down <laughs> and watch the sunset from a reclined position, mm-hmm. and you'll be left alone. Yeah. Right? Isn't that how that works? I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Still on the mayor website, uh, Los Angeles cannot find what these... Uh, what the rewards are? Rewards are. It's kind of frustrating. We'll keep we'll keep at it so that you can you know what you're gonna what you're gonna get when you turn somebody we turn one of your neighbors in. Uh, uh, man, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three from uh, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Fried Hump tweets. <laughs> Walmart. Oh, that's right. The fried Jeffy. camel hump. That's what Jeffy will eat, right? Yeah. Fried hump. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Walmart should dedicate to buying uh, should dedicate to buying made in America products. I still remember when North Carolina was the world's biggest textile hub. That would put all of their unemployed back to work. For mongering Schiffler, does anyone remember February? Simpler times. Wow, way back in the day. Kidding. When we still thought, wow, that March Madness thing, that's going to be great this year. Awesome, right? Oh, it's going to be so (laughs) awesome. Boy, that was a. That was good times. We were so innocent then, weren't we? So innocent. A good five weeks ago. (laughs) Just. Etc. Nation had a sinus infection for a week and a half because they couldn't find a doctor that would let me come in. Mm-hmm. Plus, our rural doctors have run to Charlotte and Greensboro mm. to help. Oh, good. That's great. From Gunny A, my wife, who has lupus and has been taking hydroxychloroquine for years, all of a sudden needs her doctor to justify why she needs it. Oh, oh man. That's right. That's what the... Other lady was talking about with me, lupus. Mm. Yes, it was the yeah the thing. I can never remember the name. Because they're trying it now on patients for the COVID. Mm-hmm. Then the patients who've been using it don't necessarily have it. Golly. This is a, ugh, a nightmare. Jeffy's Ultra Flat Shoes tweets, Where's the politician advocating for freedom? There aren't any. Right. Snitches are a good thing now? Yeah. Yeah, you would think there would be, I don't know, there was there would be a louder voice from people in, in I, I think they're all afraid, though, because you can't speak out about this without, what, do you want people to die? Right. No, mm-hmm. no, but neither do I want to set fire to the Constitution right now. And the only politician who has said anything about it is Donald Trump. We don't want the cure to be worse than the virus. It's a great point, and every time he says something like that, he gets beaten over the head uh, by the CNNs and MSNBCs of the world. How dare he say that? We, we should all be sheltering in place like like good sheep. That's right. Yeah, Nana Pathead uh, <clears throat> thinks that we're probably going to get a red and white and blue lapel sticker that reads, I snitched, if you, <laughs> if you turn somebody in in L.A. And if you turn in 10 people, you're going to get a T-shirt. Oh, wow. Right? That's nice. Now I'm thinking. Yeah, that's great. I'm I'm ready. I'm thinking this might be worth the t-shirt. <laughs> From the Steve 42, I'd rather have dangerous freedom than the safety of slavery. Yep. Mm-hmm. Bob Lobla, come on, guys. You can't surf while on quarantine. You might give the sharks COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Might do it. I think a tiger got it at yeah. the Brooklyn Zoo, right? Nadia. Nadia the tiger got yeah. sick. Yeah, oh, don't tell Joe Exotic. No, uh, have you watched any of that yet? No, I don't have Netflix. Oh, that's right. So, How many times do you have to tell me that before it finally registers? I don't know. I'm hoping just... I, I don't mind you telling me because I'm hoping at some point you'll invite me over to watch it. Well, well I can't. You, you, we're sheltering in place. So, 
But I mean, if it's on the way home. <laughs> yeah, you can't. No, you can't come in. That actually house. is interesting, though. If if you work together with someone, mm-hmm. are you allowed then to be at their house? Well, that's so, good. I mean, I'm just yeah. going to be with them at work regardless. Right. So, huh? I don't know. I don't Sn- either. Snitches get rewards. That's all I know. <laughs> the Steve 42 taking a drive. Felony, third degree. Uh, Scotty Sweatman tweets, oh no, now we've really done it. That surfer just infected the Pacific Ocean mm. with the Chicom virus. <laughs> no one go near the ocean. Right? I mean, they tr- they're treating that like that's their water supply. The yeah. ocean. Yeah. Oh, dude, you can't be out here. You can't be out here in, you know, the cleanest part of the county. Yeah. I mean, I, whatever. I just... It's insane. I really hope this repairs itself. Me too. And soon. And soon. <laughs> and very, very soon. Well, it's still repairable. Some people, a lot of people are still predicting that this, you know, it starts to get much better by the end of this month. I just keep in my, you know, praying, hoping, keeping my fingers crossed that that's true. We need some hot weather. Yeah. We, and we're we not need some global warming. Certainly not getting that here. It's <laughs> weekend. Jeez. It, what was it? It was 38 in the 40s. degrees. Was which it? I realize uh, if you're in the Dakotas, you're in Montana, and you're shoveling snow, you hear it's 38 degrees and the eyes in your head roll back. I got it. Yeah, but, but in April in Texas? April in Texas? That doesn't happen. I mean, we need heat. Let's do this. Heat. Anyhow. We're going to get heat on Wednesday. It's supposed to be about 90 on uh, on Wednesday. Because so remember, this virus is apparently a wuss when it comes to temperature change, when it comes to So I hope warmth. so. Hope that's doesn't true. Doesn't take much uh, in the way of heat. Um, so while 87% of the American public is staying home, regardless of whether or not it's mandated by state or local municipalities, wow, most plan on continuing to do so for all of April, even if those restrictions are lifted by their okay. uh, local governments. So, so that just shows that the public's terrified. Yep. Seven percent of Americans say they're not sheltering in place, while another six percent remain unsure. Uh, I'm not sure what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I think that's a fair response. I don't know. By the time the, the end of the month comes, or by the time the orders are lifted, uh, I'll be insane. Yeah. And, and so yeah, yeah. I have no idea what I'm going to be doing. And I can understand some of the panic because it affects people in so many different ways, right? Yes. And and that's the one thing about this, aside from the media hysteria. There's just you hear the anecdotal cases of oh my gosh, it killed a healthy guy in his 40s. That's terrible. You yeah. Know? So, I, I don't know. It's 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 a tough call right now. But I I know one thing that's not a tough call. It's I'd like to have my freedoms intact on the other side, and that feels very uh, tenuous right now. Sure does. The survey shows seventy nine percent of Americans say that the states that have issued stay at home orders made the right decision in doing so. Only nine percent say they didn't. That uh is troubling to me because we're just going along with it and maybe that's a good thing in new york and california and in detroit but maybe not some residents of uh, kentucky who have been exposed to the coronavirus are refusing to quarantine and have had, had to be fitted with ankle monitors oh snap to ensure they comply even if restrictions were eased by mid-April, 61% of Americans say they'd still stay at home when possible, while 19% said that, said they'd go back to their regular life. I can't wait to get back to regular life. I, 
I don't think I'll be sheltering in place once we're we're not mandated. I I think I'll be. Wouldn't you be living your normal life? Oh yeah. Um yes. Would you go to a football game? Oh yeah. In a stadium mm-hmm. with a bunch of people. When? September. Sure. Okay. August. Say August. August. Yep. Say July. July. Yep. June. May. Today. Right now. Yep. Let's go. Okay. Come on. All right. I need. Yes. Exactly. Um. This is. Uh, this is. We are on dangerous ground right now as a mm-hmm. society. All of the hypotheticals that we've talked about on talk radio for years and years and years are playing out. They're right all now happening. In everyday life. Yeah, and if we aren't careful, and I mean fast, we're gonna lose a lot of freedoms. We're definitely gonna lose our quality of life mm-hmm. from shutting down the economy. And I realize losing your life—that's a pretty serious, and that should be at the top of the list. But I think that common sense is is something that we undervalue. And I think if we just went about and and just stayed, just do the social distancing, mm-hmm. and that and play it smart. The problem is you've got people not playing it smart, and now governments are exercising their authority. Right. And they're laying the hammer down, and we're entering territory where we may not be able to turn around. And you look at a guy who didn't play it smart, like Rudy Gobert from the Utah Jazz, when he was touching the microphones and the and the reporters' recorders and all of that stuff because he was making a joke out of it. Uh, you know, when you have people not taking things seriously, mm-hmm. then what happens is, well, you get stomped on. Yeah. And the NBA just shut down the whole season as a result of that. As soon as he got it and we saw that he was touching things, boom, whole season went away. So that's how people react when you're irresponsible. And remember, and, and we don't know that he got it from Rudy, but remember a camera guy in Detroit, I believe it was, who was in the locker room of the Utah Jazz a few days before that. Mm-hmm. Um, he is, uh, last we saw, he was in um, a medically induced coma. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so. I didn't hear how that turned out. Yeah, I, I need to get an update on that. But like, I don't think, I went to the post office the other day. I completely respected the fact that they had plastic sheeting in front of the workers, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm able to go in there and do my transaction and send off the package and all that stuff with that sheet in front of us okay mm-hmm. that's perfectly fine yeah that's a, that's a good down, precaution right shutting down an entire business an entire country yeah <sighs> and an economy and messing with the gdp and and creating a recession there are going to be things that happen that we're going to be talking about for decades that that are going to come back to this moment and yep. say well that changed because of this or that got delayed because of this. It's we're we're in dangerous territory. Let me tell you about Ashford University. Um, Ashford University has an online bachelor and master's degree program that allows you to learn on a convenient and flexible schedule and do this at home. Huh? Well, how convenient and that really kind of works in today's environment, doesn't it? Enrolling in one six-week course at Ashford makes you a full-time student. I mean, studying at home is so great. Um, my wife went back to get her degree uh, and has just loved it. You could pursue your master's, your bachelor's, uh, the one you've always wanted in programs like business administration, healthcare administration, and psychology, to name just a few. The SAT, GRE, GMAT, and other standardized test scores are not required 
to enroll at Ashford University. It's accredited by the WASC Senior College and University Commission. So get on the road to earning your degree and making your dream job a reality. There's no fee to apply at ashford.edu slash unleashed. Ashford.edu slash unleashed for no fee to apply. Not all programs are available in all states, but check it out for yourself at ashford.edu slash unleashed. Gray. By the way, you can watch this show live for free right now Ooh. for free on Pluto TV. Pluto TV is a free channel on Roku and it's also available on Amazon Fire TV, Google Play, the Apple Eye Store. And so you can watch it for free hmm. right now. And if you want access to all the many hosts and shows here at The Blaze, the all the documentaries, the specials, Please consider subscribing. It's blazetv.com slash pat. Use the offer code pat for $30 off. It's our biggest discount of all time. $30 off. It makes your annual subscription $69 for the whole year. Wow. It's like 18 cents a day. How many? 18. 18! Thank you. Someone's feeling under the weather still. About five seventy-five <laughs> a month-ish in there somewhere. Okay, blazetv.com slash pat. Offer code Pat for an annual subscription of just $69 or 18 cents a day. <laughs> uh, let's see. Got some uh, tweets here. Dr. Diver 63 tweets. Did you notice that as police are leading the surfboarder away in cuffs, neither officer was wearing a mask or gloves? Right. Not too worried about COVID-19. Wow, now. that's right. Yes. At uh, Donald USMC. I thought the Surgeon General said it's all right to go out and walk, ride your bike, etc. Yeah, I I guess not. Not anymore. Kara thirty twenty two. How did we get to this point where so many have no problem with government keeping them prisoner in their homes for their own good? We'll be watching Sons of Liberty today. <laughs> nice reminder. Yep. Uh, from Steve, we need to let the rapists and molesters out to make room for the preachers. Surfers and Sunday drivers. <laughs> it's incredible. Yep. And what are you going to do but laugh? Because uh, the alternative is to just weep well, well, openly. You, you could snitch time. on your neighbor and get, and a, get a reward. reward. Yeah, we don't know what that is. Do you get a pack of gum? I mean, seriously, what you, is it? Do you get a dollar? Keychain? I don't know. I don't know. Certificate for a free burger at Hardee's? I don't know. Pat Gray. Unleashed. Good. Snitches get rewards. Because this is America. And uh, that's what we're all about. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Jeffy's eighteen spoons tweets the story about Google releasing data about our movements is exactly why I'm not doing anything wrong is meaningless. Yeah, because you 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 are not the judge of whether or not what you're doing is wrong or not. MKM Soap tweets. 
I've deleted the Google app off my phone three times in the last seven days. Keeps popping back up on my phone. <laughs> wow. Joe Barnes, snitches get riches. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, proud Mr. Graybeard, this whole snitches get riches idea is straight out of the playbook of the transition of Germany before World War II. That's what's so chilling about it. Occam's electric razor. If we're getting a t-shirt for snitching, it'll probably say I snitched on my neighbor and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, man. In Wisconsin, dairy farmers oh, this is bad. are just dumping milk because the prices are collapsing. Uh, dairy farmers across Wisconsin are dumping their milk into drains and other outlets rather than sending it to market as milk prices continue to tumble during this pandemic. While many grocers are limiting the amount of milk individual consumers can buy, the dairy industry is reeling from decreased demand due to the widespread closures of restaurants and other food service buyers. Leading dairy cooperatives to ask farmers to uh, discard fresh milk in an effort to prop up prices. Mm. Never thought this would happen. Dairy farmer Ryan Elby told the Detroit Free Press... Everybody's rushing to the grocery store to get food, and we have food that's literally being dumped down the drain. Elby's Golden E Dairy began dumping its 25,000 gallons of fresh milk a day into wastewater lagoons after the uh, cooperative it belongs to, Dairy Farmers of Utah, asked, uh, Dairy Farmers of America, asked them to. Hey, would you dump all your milk, please? Uh,. No. We did. We've asked the government to step in and buy dairy products to give feeding programs and give to school lunch programs. Well, yeah, that would be smart. Of course, that's probably part of the problem right there. It just just kind of clicked with me, you know, with, with schools, schools out. Schools are closed. Yeah. Yeah. So you there's don't nowhere have to schools buying the milks. So, oh, but what boy. about uh homeless shelters? You can't give them to homeless shelters? Right, right. Uh You know, and maybe not because I know that uh we've got some some people in our ward a church at my church have taken it upon themselves to uh, go to a, one of the local grocery stores here, Central Market, which dumps all their stuff every day. Everything that's left over, um, like the bread and the pastries and all that, big goods and things. Wait, 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 what time? Uh, I don't, I don't know what time they do that. Huh. Like a ten o'clock, probably yeah, at night. You, yeah, if you happen to hear, around closing. Know. Okay. Um, but they only let certain people in to do it, and and so people have arranged with them to pick up the bread and the pastries and all of that and take it to homeless shelters. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Well, the homeless shelters just told them, nope, we don't want your stuff anymore. Wait, what? Why? So you don't want free food? Did they give a reason? No, not that I know of. Are they not afraid, that I've heard. afraid that COVID-19 is going to come in on Maybe. a package of Maybe bread? Maybe that's what it is. Or is it... No, we're too good for you. Like a story Jeffy just sent me about uh, in California, uh, Gavin Newsom announced an initiative to place homeless people in hotel and motel rooms around the state. So they're putting up homeless people. Mm. Of course, who do you think's paying for this? Um, <coughs> in hotel rooms around the state, at least at least for now, mm-hmm. uh, during this uh, crisis. Don't forget uh, in LA, if you um, if you see your neighbor. Step outside. Be sure to inform authorities because <laughs> snitches get rewards. Yes. Just a reminder. That yeah, yeah, listening yeah. in the Los Angeles area. That's great. 
We don't know what the reward is, but you know yeah. it's going to... I mean, it's worth it, whatever I'm it sure is. it's great. If it's a keychain, it's yeah. worth it. You know what? If it, if it just makes you feel like you're doing your part, then it's worth it. Right. Just like the Germans were told in World War II. I mean, do you love your country or not? Yeah, right? Hmm? It was the Jews back then. It's just it's people outside today. What's the difference? But at least people aren't driving now, right? Because... Uh, Mm-hmm. 38,000 people a year in America die on U.S. roadways. Yeah, this is going to help that, so I this would This will help right? that out, right? So. Yeah. No more uh, no more airplane accidents because nobody's flying. Mm. Cathay Pacific has slashed more flights after flying just 582 people in one day. One day. In a day. The entire company. Oof. Jeez. That's probably not good. I'm thinking that's, uh, as Stu would say, suboptimal. Suboptimal. Mm-hmm. What's the uh, biggest uh, passenger jet off the top of your head? Like, is it a, I don't know, what is it? 787? Oh, Airbus, 830. Okay, so Okay. I'm just wondering how many people could fit on that, you know? like. Oh, uh, that's got to be close to 500, right? 525. What okay. was the number here? Uh, 582. Oh, Okay. So one aircraft and then some change. Yeah, is the entire airline this uh, Hong Kong Air? Wow, airlines thing. Oh boy, really bad. Terrible. More than three quarters of hotel rooms are empty because of the corona. We're filling them up with the homeless now in some cities. Yeah, that'll take care of that. Yeah. Airbnb, uh, which allows individuals to rent out homes of residences. For any given period of time, announced Monday, it would provide each host 25% of the business they lost uh, to cancellations and set aside $250 million to do so. Huh. So they're getting some help there. Um, Some of those checks should start coming in, I guess, from the government. Oh, yeah. Sometime soon. Should uh, appear in your direct deposit if you filed electronically, I believe. Yeah. Otherwise, paper check. Take a little while longer. Okay. Also, George W. Bush, back in 2005. Yeah, yeah. He read a book about a global pandemic that... uh, It's that John Berry book uh, that he read, and it scared the crap out of him. Yeah. And so here's here's what he said back in 2005. I'm going to talk about our nation's efforts to address this vital issue to the health and the safety of all Americans, I'm here to discuss our strategy to prevent and protect the American people from a possible outbreak. One of few presidents who stressed the importance of planning for a global pandemic and laid the foundation for the present-day federal response. It's perfectly clear that our number one priority is, in the event of a pandemic is to save lives. The president has a plan uh, to do just that. First, we must detect outbreaks that occur anywhere in the world. Second, we must protect the American people by stockpiling vaccines and antiviral drugs. Yes. And improve our ability to rapidly produce new vaccines against a pandemic strain. We need to have a surveillance plan that allows us to identify when an incident has occurred in the world. The sooner we know, the more quickly and more adequately we can respond. 
we, we thought it would be irresponsible not to take on the pandemic planning effort um, to make sure that whenever it is, under whatever president's watch, that as a nation we're better prepared because it's the right thing to do. It can't be avoided. The pandemic is unlike other natural disasters. Outbreaks can happen simultaneously in hundreds or even thousands of locations at the same time. Hmm. And unlike storms or floods, which strike in an instant and then recede, a pandemic can continue spreading destruction in repeated waves that can last for a year or more. Wow. <sighs> Seems fairly prophetic at this point, and doesn't he, it? And he tried. Just going to try to uh, uh, prepare uh, for a, a uh, pandemic. <laughs> Because they're not, you know, uh, they're they're not good. Yeah, I think, I think where President Bush, where his shortcoming was on this was he was so fixated on mm. helping humans and fish coexist, he overlooked yeah. the bats. Well, and making sure that we understood that. Uh, Let me make it very clear: poor people aren't necessarily killers. Not necessarily. Killers. Just because you happen to be not Four. rich doesn't mean you're willing to kill. <laughs> Although we have that study that suggests uh, suggests otherwise, otherwise Mr. Yeah. President. Poor people probably are killers. Uh, <laughs> so. But surely, I mean, this was late in his, his presidency, right? Mm. back half, he tried to get everything going. So he handed off uh, uh, to Obama. He right? did. He made a plan. Mm -hmm. He And, you know, this was 15 years ahead of its time. So uh, I guess he gets no credit for it. Mm. Because it didn't happen the next week, well, uh, I mean, but he did hand off a whole plan to the Obama administration and lots of masks, lots and lots of masks. Mm -hmm. On March twenty uh, sixth, the Daily Wire published an article centering on the Obama administration's role in using and allegedly failing to replenish the federal stockpile of N ninety five masks. Hmm. So the USA Today just looked into it. Uh huh. Yeah. Is it, is it true or what? Because in 2009, H1N1 outbreak. 60 million people got it. Obama's administration uh, tapped into these N95 masks. Mm -hmm. And it's not like he was president for seven plus years after that outbreak. You well, know, actually it is. It oh, is wait. like that. Oh, it is like that? Yeah, it's exactly like so, that. So, so. so is that enough time to replenish a stockpile of masks? Well, apparently not, no. Because... Uh -huh. uh, the USA Today fact-checked all of this. Whether or not, okay, did he did he use all the masks? Did he deplete the supply and then not resupply? Mm -hmm. And the answer is yes. Our rating, <laughs> true. Just flat out true. Not half true, not partially true, true. <laughs> we rate this claim true because it is supported by our research. There's no indication that the Obama administration took significant steps to replenish the supply of N95 masks in the strategic national stockpile after it was depleted from repeated crises. Wow. Calls for action came from experts at the time concerned for the country's ability to respond to future serious pandemics. Such recommendations were, for whatever reason, not heeded. Huh. Wait, what? The great Obama left something undone? I can't believe it. And is anybody talking about it? You see that on CNN? No. You see Jim Acosta instead trying to blame President Trump for every single thing that happens. Every single death is his fault. Yeah, not China, where it originated. Right. And you must read, I, I tweeted out, at Keith Malinak, I, I tweeted out the Jim Garrity article about all signs point to that Wuhan lab. 
they were uh, they were posting job listings before the world knew about it, and you needed to be a bad expert and all this stuff. Anyway, it's it's fascinating. So Jim yeah, Acosta doesn't go after China. He doesn't go after the WHO, who ignored uh, uh, the the cries from uh, 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 Taiwan in December. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't blame the Obama administration for this. It's strictly Trump's fault, according to Jim Acosta and CNN. Everything. Right. Like you, right. Honestly, I'm surprised that they haven't tried to dig on this U.S. Army under the direction of President Trump planted this virus in China. CNN was there. I, I, I'm, I'm surprised that story isn't out there yet. Probably will be. Give it time. Yeah, it probably will be. Now you've reminded him, oh, yeah, we did forget to right, run that. Right. I mean, you got Pelosi huh. and, and Clyburn already saying, what did he know and when did he know it? Are you kidding me? Can we stop Americans from dying before you try to do some other investigation? Of course, the answer is no. We can't. <sighs> uh, last week, California Governor Gavin Newsom was once again praising President Donald Trump. And he did so on uh, CNN, as a matter of fact. Listen to this. It's a times of crisis. We need to raise above the partisanship. And, and I've extended always an open hand, not a closed fist in those circumstances. And this is no different. But let me just be candid with you. I'd be lying okay. to you to say that he hasn't been responsive to our needs. He has. And so as a question, wow. uh, as, a, as a sort of an offer, offer of, of objectivity, I have to acknowledge that publicly. And the fact is, every time I've uh, called the president, he's quickly gotten on the line. When we asked to get support for that mercy Wait, ship what? in Southern California, he was able to direct that in real time. Uh, we got 2,000 of these field, field uh, medical sites uh, that are up almost all operational now in the state uh, because of his support. And those are the facts. Uh, we always want more. I could Jeez. criticize this or that. At the end of the day, we're just trying to focus on developing a relationship of trust uh, as a matter of course, because there's just too many Americans, 40 million uh, that live in this state that deserve us to get together and get along. Oh, that's unbelievable. That is unbelievable. Oh yeah, and it's driving the left nuts. Oh, uh, you can tell Tapper's not enjoying what he's hearing here. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm sorry, uh, Governor, I'm not understanding what it is you're saying. Um, can you please say something else? <laughs> like the guy sucks and he's causing, he's got blood on his hands? Maybe you could say that because I, I, I don't understand this. Wow. There's a guy not playing politics. How refreshing is that, from, especially from the left? I mean, on the other hand, he's also saying, we should we should take advantage of this crisis <laughs> well, wait. and remake the country in in our own progressive image. Sure. He's doing that too. But in the meantime, he's going on CNN and The View and defending Trump, and that's yeah. Watch him on The View. They were really perplexed. You know, uh, uh, do you feel like you have to feed this guy's <laughs> ego to get the respirators and to get the PPEs? Is that what's going on? We're involved in over 68 lawsuits with the Trump administration, and so uh, there's no question we have had our differences of opinion on many issues. But I just want to remind you and maybe others that are not aware of this, um, we've been at this since late January. From my perspective, the relationship has been strong, and I'm not doing it to kiss the ring. I'm not doing it um, in a way, you know, that I, I'm just being 
for, forthright. He returns calls. Wow. Reaches out. Uh, he's been proactive. Uh, we got that mercy ship down here in Los Angeles. <laughs> that was directly because he sent it down here. 2,000 uh, medical uh, units came to the state of California, these FMS, these, these field medical stations. Uh, and that's been very, very helpful. Wait, he's been very, very helpful? Mm-hmm. He's been proactive? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been cooperative? He's reached out. Wait, what? <laughs> Shut up, Joy. <laughs> why? But why aren't you saying bad things about him? Don't why? you know how to play the game? You're the governor of California. <laughs> that is really... That's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. I, my hat's off to him. That's... Yeah. That's great. He and Cuomo have both, at times, uh, said good things about the president and his response. And 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 Cuomo, where he has deviated at times, Newsom has continued straight ahead with yeah. his praise. Yeah. But like you said, he is using. He's planning to use this to instill more of a more of a right socialist paradise in California. Right. Never let a crisis go to waste. But as far as cooperation with the federal government and, and praise where it's due, he's doing that. Speaking of praise where it's due, um, mm. that's what Justin Trudeau is all about. Uh, <laughs> okay. He's, so, yeah. He's, he's excited about China. Well, well this is I mean, an old clip when he was running for office. And our Canadian guy who sends us good clips from up there, uh, Renaud Gagne, uh, he sent this uh, just a reminder of Justin Trudeau and how much... He loves, loves China. China. Watch this. Trudeau's meeting last week with a group of Toronto women was an example. Even with Sun TV watching for any slip, he was asked which country he most admired and referred uh, okay. to China. There's a level of, of uh, admiration I actually have for China. Mm. Um, because their you know, basic dictatorship is allowing them uh, to actually turn their economy around on a dime and say, we need to go green as fast as we need to start, you know, investing in solar. I mean, there is a flexibility that <laughs> I know Stephen Harper must dream about of having a dictatorship that he could do everything he wanted. Uh, I found it a bit silly for Justin Trudeau to say that uh, what he admired the most was a dictatorship, frankly. I've always been rather fond of democracies. A Canadian politician said, oh, you know, I look for China. I am I'm, I'm at of the basic dictatorship in China. That is not only shocking, that is a shame. Thank you. Wow. That's for sure. I love how he tried to turn it around and <clears throat> Stephen Harper. Uh, in the middle of his uh, praise of a communist dictatorship. Yeah, unbelievable. I bet that's what Stephen Harper would like. Oh, shut up. You just got done praising them and saying they could turn their economy down around on a dime and go green just they're, by snapping they, their fingers. They're not green at all. Right, they're you. the worst offender of pollution on the planet. Why do they keep getting praise for that? Even Al Gore. China is on the cutting edge of... The climate change uh, evolution, which they're not. They're they're still producing the equivalent of a coal-fired power plant every week. I just, it's, I mean, maybe not during the coronavirus uh, problem, but it's ludicrous. And to love a democracy or a dictatorship, to to praise a dictatorship like that because they can get things done quickly, 
<laughs> you know, you got to be doing the right things quickly for one thing. And then secondly, our republic was set up so that that wouldn't happen. So that in a crisis, you can't just knee-jerk react and completely change everything about your country. Uh, that's just asinine. That's just a guy who's uh, just butt stupid. <laughs> Unbelievable. Wow, that guy is something else. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Speaking of which, we've got AOC too. Um, <laughs> oh no. AOC on American society. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, here she is. Um, and please continue to push and advocate for things like rent suspensions, payment suspensions, mortgage suspensions, um, the guaranteed housing. And yeah, everyone, guaranteed housing. we need to expand our public health care systems. That's for Drop sure. the Medicare age to zero. Some people are arguing for mass enrollment and TRICARE. Whatever way we can get this done, <laughs> let's mm-hmm. get it done. Mm-hmm. Because when there's 10 million people people that have just been suspended or just been laid off or furloughed from work mm-hmm. that's 10 million people whose health insurance is now imperiled and there is no reason why you getting Pause laid off from how could it be imperiled if they got obamacare mm. what's what good was obamacare if they're now all imperiled wasn't that one of the big deals about obamacare when you lose your job you shouldn't have to lose your health insurance mm-hmm. So we we'll drop the Medicaid age down to zero, and and that zero. yeah, there that's good. All right, let's see the rest of this. Should be the 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 animating basis for you not being able to see a doctor. Okay. Healthcare is a human right. Yeah. You no. shouldn't get better healthcare because right. you have a high. Uh oh! Oh no! Wait! Wait! Look! Oh, oh. it's buffering. <laughs> oh no! Where's my universal Wi-Fi? Come on, AOC, fix it. Fix it. Universal food. I want universal. Physician and work. Oh, Everyone <laughs> should be able okay. to have dignified mm-hmm. access to health care. Yeah. Dignified mean, access to health care. Wait. Okay. What's, yeah, so now it's dignified. Again. I went to okay. the cash when I worked in a restaurant. I can't tell you how many times I sat hours in a... This is supposed to be the richest society in the world. Okay. Yeah, and right, I think right. what this crisis is showing us <laughs> yeah. is that this is only a rich society for a very small amount for of the people. For the rich, yeah. And it is a brutal, barbarian society a barbarian for the vast majority society. of working class Americans. Shut up. Because 40% of us Get out there. Are, couldn't Leave. even afford a $400 emergency before this thing started. Wow. This is more than a wow. $400 emergency. <clears throat> And uh, we're really going to have to step up and completely change yeah. our approach to our public systems. And with that, we're going to head out. A lot of people are asking about shaving Riley's head. That's an ongoing <laughs> conversation. All right. um, it may it. happen oh, right. soon. Goodbye. All right. Maybe tomorrow. Bye-bye. Good, good goodbye. Yeah. I mean. Honestly, it sounds almost so silly to say, but no, no, it there's a lot of restaurants say that are it. feeling the pain of racism. Right. Uh, where people are literally not patroning Chinese restaurants. Literally not patroning. Um, they're not they're patroning Asian restaurants <laughs> because of just straight up racism around straight the coronavirus. Up. Yeah, so, straight up. Straight um, up. She's making these videos from her luxury apartment in Washington, D.C., I'd like to point out. <laughs> oh, man. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. Stay healthy.